Cornell Golden Gregory's podcast series, AGG Talks, Solving Employers' Problems. Our podcast features AGG attorneys discussing challenges they've encountered when assisting clients on business and legal issues related to the employment relationship. I'm Teresa Kananen, and I'm a partner with AGG and the Employment Practice Group. I'm joined today by my colleague, Tia Martarella, who is of counsel and who is part of our employee benefits and executive compensation team. As you all may know, Congress passed the American Rescue Plan Act on March 11, 2021, to provide further economic relief from the COVID-19 pandemic. One of the facets of that act was the creation of a subsidy for COBRA, and that is going to be the subject of our podcast today. The intent behind that subsidy was that people who lost their jobs due to the pandemic would continue to have access to health care benefits with the government ultimately footing the bill for those premiums, but in the interim, it would be the employer who does that. Normally, an employee who wishes to elect COBRA has to bear the entire cost of the premium, sometimes up to 102%. The American Rescue Plan Act changes the landscape on that, at least temporarily, shifting that to the employer and then ultimately to the government. Tia is our resident expert on all things COBRA, and we're thrilled to have her here today to walk us through COBRA subsidy under the American Rescue Plan Act works. So hi, Tia. Thank you so much for joining. We're really glad to have you here. Hi, Teresa. Thanks for having me. All right, Tia. So we're going to start at a high level from speaking to you. I know that this is a very complex statute. Can you begin by telling us the main requirements that are incumbent upon employers under the American Rescue Plan Act's COBRA provisions? I sure can. The Act has two main requirements for employers. The first requirement is the employers must provide special COBRA notices under the Act. And the second, the largest requirement is that um, employers must provide subsidized COBRA coverage for certain individuals. Okay, so let's take those one at a time. Starting with the notice, can you walk us through what extra COBRA notices are required by employers to be disseminated to employees? Sure. The Act requires employers or plan sponsors to provide updated COBRA notices. They're the same COBRA notices as the regular COBRA notices required under the COBRA statute, but they just include an explanation of the COBRA subsidy rules. In addition, between 45 and 15 days prior to the termination of an individual's subsidy, the plan sponsor must send that individual a termination notice. So that's a a whole new requirement that's just specific to the COBRA subsidy, which we will talk about next under the app. Okay, thank you. So let's get to the subsidy. Tell us how that works. Right. Well, under the act, the plan sponsor, the employer, generally employer, if it's a multi-employer fund, then the fund must fully subsidize the costs of COBRA continuation premiums for all assistance eligible individuals, a term defined under the act. An assistance eligible individual is an individual who incurs a qualifying event. So an event that makes that person eligible for COBRA, the qualifying event must be an involuntarily involuntary termination or a reduction in hours. The reduction in hours can be voluntary or involuntary. And the individual must also be eligible for and elect to receive COBRA continuation coverage during the subsidy period. The subsidy period is April 1, 2021 through September 30, 2021. An eligible individual or AEI 
also includes an individual who is involuntarily terminated prior to April 1, 2021, and eligible to elect COBRA during the subsidy period, as well as an individual who incurs an applicable qualifying event during the subsidy period. I think I've understood that there are a few prongs, a few boxes that need to be checked to determine whether an employee needs to be offered this COBRA subsidy upon termination. First, that the COBRA payments would only fall in the six-month period of April 1st, 2021 to September 30th, 2021, right? Yes, that's the subsidy period. Okay. And the other thing that you said was to be eligible, you have to have an employee who is involuntarily terminated or who has a reduction in hours, whether voluntary or involuntary. Are there any rules about how an employer seeking to create the proper records about how they've administered this program has to show that somebody was involuntarily terminated? The act doesn't require the employer or the plan sponsor to substantiate that in any way, but in guidance that came out after the act, the IRS did indicate that if a plan sponsor wanted to, they could require each assistance eligible individual to provide a personal certification that the AEI has been involuntarily terminated or has incurred a reduction in hours. That could also help because employers can deduct the value of the subsidy payments from their employment taxes that's due for the quarter of the subsidy. Okay, so that was going to be my next question is, it sounds very expensive for employers. We know COBRA is not cheap as a matter of course, but now it sounds like employers have got to subsidize the entire cost of COBRA for all eligible individuals for these six months. So is there any way for them to get the money back? You just mentioned the deduction. Can you tell us about that? Yes. So in general, the COBRA rules state that employers or plan sponsors can charge 100% of the COBRA premiums plus a 2% administration fee for COBRA premiums. The employers, that is the amount the employers must subsidize. The employers can deduct the full value of the subsidy payments from the employment taxes due for the calendar quarter of the subsidy. Um, If the subsidy exceeds the taxes for that quarter, the excess will be paid directly to the employer. The employer will report that excess as a correction of excess taxes, and the IRS will pay that amount directly to the employer as if the employer has overpaid their taxes. So that's how they recoup the 102% COBRA premium. The real issue is, is that this program is costing employers a lot of money. There's, they have to resend notices. They have to administer their COBRA differently. You know, they have to track whether or not these people were involuntarily terminated. And those costs cannot be recovered. So how long is the COBRA subsidy available? And when can employers be finished worrying about it? Under the Act, the subsidy is generally available from April one through September 30, 2021. However, there are a couple of ways that it will end earlier for each individual um, AEI. One trigger is the date on which the individual AEI becomes eligible for coverage under another group health plan. Note this is a little different from the general COBRA eligibility rule where a qualified beneficiary's eligibility for COBRA expires on the date on which he or she enrolls in another group health plan coverage. Another trigger that 
terminates eligibility for the subsidy is the date that the AEI is no longer eligible for COBRA continuation coverage. I think we'll probably get to a little bit later because one of the things we'll talk about is how this applies to people who were terminated before the subsidy period. It could be that perhaps somebody was terminated a year ago, still doesn't have coverage and gets to elect and be subsidized for a while. But if their 18 months of COBRA eligibility runs out in the middle of this summer, for example, that would be the end of the subsidy for them, wouldn't it? There's no freebie all the way through to the end of September. That's correct. The act does not extend an individual qualified beneficiary's general COBRA eligibility. Good to know. So you were saying that unlike normal COBRA rules where your COBRA eligibility cuts off if you enroll in a new group health plan, here the eligibility for the subsidy cuts off if you even become eligible for coverage through a new plan. So is there any obligation on an employee who gets new health care eligibility to tell the old employer, hey, I have this new plan I could enroll in. Don't know if I'm going to or not, but I needed to let you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Any AEI who becomes eligible for coverage under another group health plan has to inform the employer or the plan sponsor of the plan under which they are receiving COBRA continuation and the COBRA subsidy that they have become eligible. If the AEI does not inform plan administrator, then they could be subject to additional taxes and penalties. What about people who were terminated before the American Rescue Plan Act went into effect? We were talking about COBRA eligibility, which is generally 18 months after your qualifying event. Would any of those folks who were maybe terminated in, say, January or maybe even the end of 2020 due to the ongoing COVID pandemic, could any of those people be covered by the subsidy? And if so, how do employers deal with that? Yes, there is an extended election period. Remember, the COBRA subsidy runs from April 1, 2021 through September 30, 2021, and less cut off earlier. For example, if the AEI becomes eligible for other group health care coverage. Some AEIs who become eligible for coverage prior to April 1, 2021, but don't elect COBRA, or elect and then drop COBRA prior to April 1, 2021, who may not otherwise be eligible to elect COBRA during the subsidy period under the general COBRA election rules. Under the act, those AEIs can elect COBRA and receive the COBRA subsidy during the subsidy period. Those individuals who are sort of getting another bite at the apple, another bite at the COBRA apple here, would have received uh, an initial COBRA notice upon their initial qualifying event, and they will receive a second notice. They should have already received a second notice under the act from the plan sponsor that lets them know that they have the opportunity to enroll in COBRA during the subsidy period. This is interesting. We were just talking about how nothing about the American Rescue Plan Act actually extends the maximum time that somebody can take advantage of COBRA. That is 18 months usually. But now there is an opportunity to enroll that is extended. So eligibility term is not extended, but there's an extra opportunity to enroll. 
Yes, that is correct. And another sort of additional wrinkle to that is that generally qualified beneficiaries have up to 60 days from the qualifying event in which to elect COBRA. But prior pandemic-related guidance provides that the COBRA election period is told for up to one year from the date of the qualifying event during the pandemic. So that means that qualified beneficiaries can retroactively elect COBRA for up to one year. Um, So for example, if someone has a COBRA qualifying event on January 1, 2021, they can all the way up to December 31, 2021, retroactively elect COBRA. Now the IRS and DOL have stated that that polling time period and the extended election period under our separate periods. So if an AEI is not required to elect coverage retroactively to the date of his qualifying event, he can elect just retroactively beginning April 1 to take advantage of the subsidy. So for example, again, our person who lost coverage on January 1, 2021, gets COBRA notice under the act and he wants the subsidy. He doesn't have to elect all the way back to January 1, 2021. He can just elect back to April 1, 2021 to take advantage of the subsidy. However, if he does retroactively elect all the way back to January 1, he's only eligible for the subsidy as of April 1. He's got to self-pay from January 1 through to the date that the subsidy begins on April 1. So in addition to the fact that the American Rescue Plan Act doesn't change the total eligibility beyond whatever the normal rules would provide, usually 18 months, it also doesn't give any subsidy beyond that six-month subsidy period from April to September, does it? Correct. Can you walk us through what would happen if an employer wanted to offer severance to an exiting employee and to voluntarily put on the table some kind of compensation that would allow the exiting employee to continue paying their health insurance premiums? For example, the employer says to the exiting employee, we're sorry this is happening. To ease your transition, we'll be paying you some severance and we'll also pay you $500 a month for the next three months because we know that's what your premium with us was. Could the employer take the tax deduction for that kind of subsidy pursuant to the American Rescue Plan Act? Yeah, so employers need to be really careful here because the way the act and subsequent guidance has been written states that the employer can only take a deduction for a premium subsidy or the payment of a premium that the employer is paying because of the act. So, for example, if in the ordinary course of business, an employer automatically offers employees $300 towards the cost of a COBRA premium upon a termination, and the COBRA premium costs $500. In that case, the employer would only be entitled to a deduction of the extra $200 the employer would be paying as a result of the act. So it sounds like perhaps it's counterintuitive for employers who wish to be generous, who are putting money on the table that they wouldn't otherwise put there just to ease the transition of of exiting employees. Those voluntary payments actually could not be deducted. They could not be recovered through the American Rescue Plan Act for the employer. Is that right? Yeah. So I think what the government was really doing there was really trying to get to, look, employer, if you already pay some portion of the COBRA premiums in sort of the ordinary course of business, we're not going to give you a deduction for that. You're already doing it. You don't get sort of to double dip and take the deduction from us too. 
So if an employer who wants to put a severance package on the table for your employee, but at the same time, you also want to maximize the tax deductions you could take for COBRA subsidies under the American Rescue Plan, then probably the best course of action is to offer whatever compensation you would like to offer. Don't characterize it as any kind of a health insurance benefit. Simply administer the COBRA program and the subsidy, probably with the help of your TPA, and let that take its course. All right. Well, with that, we're concluded. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you found this discussion informative. If you have any questions or you have feedback or even topics you would like to request for future podcasts, please feel free to reach out to me or to Tia. Our information is on agg.com. Future podcast episodes will be distributed through our Arnell Golden Gregory website and social media pages. Thank you so much for joining us. Mm -hmm.